Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hello, gorgeous. Apparently, I start off these episodes by singing now. (laughs) How are you doing? Today is a rainy day in Hawaii, and rainy days to me are all about having heart-to-hearts with the people you love, which is you, my dear. Today, I really want to unpack a concept that I have been bringing up here and there for the last several months. And it is the idea that humanity is shifting in consciousness to a higher vibrational dimension. Can't get more Aquarian age than that. In case you hadn't noticed, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And it can feel really chaotic if you don't understand the deeper reason or purpose for what is occurring. That's why I really want to talk today about these changing times and what we can actually do about them. But don't worry, I'm not going to go on and on about the pandemic or politics or any of that stuff we've already been hearing more than enough about. Instead, what I want to talk about is what is going on from this vibrational perspective in regards to how we are approaching our work. Attitudes towards working in the modern age have changed quite a bit. If we think back to the Industrial Revolution, a lot of people were working in factories and it was very dirty, grimy work, but you just did what you had to do to survive. Fast forward to the 2010s, the 2020s, self-care is all the rage. There's people on Instagram every day reminding us not to hustle, to relax, to rest, to tune in, to align our vibe. Instead of pushing and hustling and basically being too much in our masculine, where we feel like we have to go out and take what we want, rather than allowing all of our dreams to just arrive on our doorstep by aligning ourselves with the right vibe. So I believe that humanity has always been on this process of raising in consciousness But there have been events along the way that have made us afraid to evolve. Think about the witch hunts, religious control, silencing women who are very intuitive, right? There's many ways that we have subconsciously been fighting against our own evolution. But this is a very natural process because everything eventually evolves. And there is a process to this evolution. So what I really want to do is I want to break down the different dimensions, 3D, 4D, and 5D, and really discuss how we operate, how we act, and how we approach our work when we're living in these different dimensions so that you can really begin to notice more and more when you're falling into the 3D or getting stuck in the 4D or even catching glimpses of the 5D which is really the ultimate goal, and I will explain why. Let's start our journey off with the 3D. The 3D is a dimension we all know pretty well. In the 3D, there is a humongous fear of scarcity, and this is what leads to many people undercharging, 
hustling, working hard to survive, competing with pricing, and overall not really being able to trust yourself or the universe to support you. In the third dimension, this leads to things such as competition and comparison, where you really feel like you need to be doing what everyone else is doing in order to survive, because being different would be fatal. At this density, we're not really seeking to understand ourselves or tune into our own inner knowing. Instead, we're looking around us to determine what we should want or who we should be. This is what makes us very susceptible to advertising and marketing schemes that might not be in our best interests. In the third dimension, we also tend to believe that happiness is found outside of us in material things. So you're essentially working to survive or maybe to become rich instead of working to make yourself and others happier or to make the world a better place. So obviously the 3D, it's pretty dense. It doesn't really sound that great. There's not really a lot of benefits in staying at that level, right? What happens is eventually we begin to move into the 4D. This is when we get into things like Abraham Hicks and the secret and the law of attraction, right? Things that have been really big for a while now. What's so great about the fourth dimension is that we can begin to have more fun with our marketing instead of trying to trick people into buying or using really sleazy hacks because we know that we can create the world we want to live in. We are trusting that when we're working in tune with our intuition that we're going to be rewarded. Now let me just take a step back for a moment and explain that the fourth dimension is when we bring in more of that psychic phenomena of realizing that there's more to life, there's more to us, that we have an intuition, that we have access to guidance. Even if we're not always super good at accessing it, we know that it's there and that it's a possibility to tap into it. So in a way, this is really just a step on the ladder to the fifth dimension, which is really where we want to be, ideally. But we all have to get there in our own time, at our own pace, and according to our own willingness. Another thing that's really great about the fourth dimension, as opposed to the third dimension, is that we begin to really embrace what we're personally the best at and harness that instead of trying to be someone we're not just to fit in or to make a sale or to survive. There's less of a worry of being rejected and more of a knowing that you do belong somewhere and that the right people will cherish the gifts that you have to share. And it's really just a matter of shining your light brightly enough for them to find you. Another thing that we can do in the 4D that we can't really do as well in the 3D is being able to notice when we're not really feeling our best so that we can honor that instead of pushing through. We begin to realize that we're actually going to do better work when we can go with the flow of how we're feeling in our body and our mind and our spirit and tending to that instead of just being like, oh, but I have to work hard today just because I wrote it down on my to-do list that I have to. As a part of that, we're also better able to follow our own inner guidance instead of letting other people's ideas or opinions take over and start running the show. We realize that we are in control of our own reality. It is up to us how stressed we want to allow ourselves to be. It's not other people's fault that you have deadlines and all this stuff to do. 
we realize we chose to live the way we're living, whether it's positive or negative. So the 4D is beautiful in many, many ways, but we're still limiting ourselves by staying at this vibration because there is more that is available to us. As we begin to move into the fifth dimension, which comes about through us as we raise our frequency, it changes our actions, it changes what we're manifesting, and therefore eventually changes the world. But this 5D reality, what some people call New Earth, which is more of like a golden age, it actually comes through us and our action and our realization that we are the 5D. Now, the fifth dimension is a bit hard to access, but even as I'm saying that, I realize the word hard is not even of the fifth dimension. It's really an illusion that it's hard to access in a way, and what makes it hard is our attachment to the lower dimensions because they feel comfortable to us. Even if we're in suffering or fear or scarcity, it's just what we know. It's what we've been taught. It's what has been broadcasted to us for much of our lives. So generally, there aren't a ton of people living at this fifth dimension. In fact, you may even find that you fluctuate quite often from 3D to 4D, maybe getting glimpses of 5D in meditation and then coming right back down again. And that's very normal right now. I'm definitely feeling that too. But here is the dimension that we are really striving for. And I don't even want to say working towards because it's more of like an unraveling towards. Because at the fifth dimension, we are able to just really trust the guidance of the universe completely. And because we have that trust, barely any effort is needed because our vibe attracts everything we desire almost instantly, which means we don't really need to work all the time or maybe even barely at all. It might sound crazy, it might sound out of this world, it might sound unattainable, and if that's the case, it really helps you see which vibration you are operating at. I have had glimpses of this happen for myself, where I had a thought about someone I wanted to talk to. Within 30 seconds, they were calling me on the phone, and I hadn't talked to them in years. Or when all of a sudden, I started being really sensitive to the energy in the city, and within hours manifested a place where I could escape to, to rest in quiet and peace. The funny thing about the 5D is that everything we want just comes right to us. We become vessels to receive. And that means also receiving guidance from our angels and our spirit guides, which flows in very smoothly as they help direct us to our higher path of service. And with that, bring us exactly the right number of clients and customers that we'll be able to handle. At the 5D level, there's no need for status or competition. We are really acting more on behalf of the collective. We want everybody to win. We want everyone to manifest their desires. And therefore, we are then able to receive without barriers or boundaries or limitations. Essentially, all actions are based on unconditional love, really just wanting to raise others up and unify. Even if they seem really different to you, equality just comes very naturally at this level. Best of all, in the 5D, we are liberated from the voice of fear in our heads. 
because we're completely trusting, we're living in gratitude every day, and we're in the flow of wherever the universe wants to lead us. Because of that, there aren't blockages that build up in our body. You know, we've talked in previous episodes, like the episode with Nicole talking about the emotion code, where emotions get trapped in our bodies and they can lead to illness and a lot of blocks that cause us to sabotage ourselves. At the fifth dimension, this type of thing doesn't happen. We're completely in the flow, so there's no pain, there's no illness. And like I said, this fifth dimension, it sounds relatively unattainable. It might not even sound like something that's even real to you, but that is where we are heading. And in the meantime, we're going to get there at our own pace, so you don't need to push or hustle or hurry, right? That's third dimension. But what you can begin to do is pay attention to your own vibe and check in with yourself to notice which dimension you are operating out of. We really want to minimize the scarcity, the undercharging, the hustling, the working hard to survive, the tricking people to just get by those scarcity, fear-based marketing tactics, the competition, the comparison, the trying to fit in, the trying to become rich just to become rich type of vibe. And the more we can shift out of the 3D in our work, the less negativity we're going to experience, which allows us to more easily access better ideas about how to pursue our calling, as well as how to have more fun and feel inspired while doing it. So I realize this might be a lot to take in if this is the first time you've heard about this concept. I'm sure there are many of you who are totally right on board with this as well. But how does this relate to what's going on in the world, you might be wondering. So as our consciousness raises, we become more aware of what's really going on. And we move more of the people in the world from 3D to 4D. It does open up your intuitive abilities and it opens you up to the astral realm. In the astral realm, there are all sorts of beings and entities. I won't name them all because it's kind of like saying he who must not be named. (laughs) But there are some negative forces that we can tune into at the fourth dimension that can cause us to still operate out of a sense of fear, like war and death and ghosts and whatever else. It can almost even want us to shut down our psychic abilities or to shut down our intuition because we might sometimes be picking up on energy that isn't super high vibe. I like to think of it as our globe is going through this collective spiritual awakening. And I know for me, in my spiritual awakenings, it really started off with an immense amount of fear. (laughs) So much fear. More fear than I have ever knew I was capable of experiencing. Mental fear, emotional fear, psychological fear, every level, past lives, future lives, in my dreams, in reality. But, of course, there's always another side to that, and once you push through that fear, it opens you up to this greater sense of awareness, of information that you can receive, of blessings and gifts. It's like the collective is being birthed through this very painful canal, 
and it can feel constricting. We can be worried we're not going to even make it through, or we can be afraid of what's waiting for us on the other side. We might even think that we're being plunged into darkness. But when it comes down to it, it is really a lesson in trusting the universe. So most importantly, what can we do about this? What can we do to shift our vibe and therefore our work from the 3D to the 5D? As I was saying, this is a process and we can still fluctuate back and forth even in the same day or in the same hour. But I want to leave you with some super practical tips on things you can do to check yourself before you wreck yourself. The first thing I would recommend would be making sure that you're starting your day at the vibe you want to be at. This is often very tricky because we might wake up grumpy or still really tired or maybe we had some weird dreams and it's not always easy to put a smile on your face first thing in the morning. I have a big whiteboard in my bedroom so that right when I wake up in the morning, it says, good morning, beautiful. And then there's a list of things to do that I know are going to raise my vibe. They're pretty basic things like going for a walk in nature with my dog, reading a chapter of an interesting book so that I'm filling my mind with information that isn't mind chatter about what I'm going to do that day or how stressed I am or how much pressure I have on me or whatever. I'm not even entertaining those thoughts. I'm going right into reading. Then I will roll out my yoga mat, light some incense, and really just be in a peaceful state with myself, which leads me into meditation and then some journaling. And when I'm journaling, what I'm trying to figure out is what vibe am I at? How am I feeling? And how can I shift how I feel to a higher dimension, to a higher vibration? That might be changing around my to-do list or hopping into a creative project that I wasn't going to work on yet, but I'm feeling inspired to that day. Or maybe I realize I really just need to take some time off or I need to reroute my priorities. I know I've done my job with my morning ritual when I come out of it feeling really excited and pumped up about the day. Another thing that you can do is notice when you feel triggered. Triggers and fear are actually a really good sign that you are getting ready to up-level your vibe. I know it sounds funny, and a lot of people want to beat up on themselves when they notice, oh my gosh, I'm in this bad vibe again. I should know better. I have all these singing bowls and crystals and sage, and here I am in fear mode. What's wrong with me? But actually, the fear, like I said, is a really good sign that you are about to have a major breakthrough. So I'm at the point where... Usually, I actually get pretty excited that I have found something I'm afraid of or something that triggers me because it is an invitation for me to dive deeper and ask myself, why? What am I so afraid of? And through that process, I can actually begin to deactivate the fear so it has no power over me whatsoever once I figure out where it's actually coming from and what the belief is that I'm hanging on to. If you need help with this, there's a really amazing book that has totally changed my life called The Dark Side of the Light Chasers by Debbie Ford, and it's a really good book for noticing your triggers. And like I said, getting excited about them because it is a sign you are growing. 
The last way I will mention for raising your vibe in your life and therefore the way you approach your work is using astrology. Of course, astrology is actually a very Aquarian subject. So I would not be surprised, and actually it's already happening, if astrology gets way more popular because it is the study of energy. By working with astrology, we are able to remember who we really are and that we are actually immortal souls. So there is no scarcity. There's no mistake that would be bad enough that you couldn't overcome it because you'll just get another try in your next life. And as a part of this, really have gratitude for who we are so that we can appreciate who we are and we can honor who we are in our work. Astrology also helps us step out of fear and into trusting the universe to guide us and support us because what your chart does is it allows you to identify what isn't feeling good to you, what's out of alignment for you so that you can really unlock the truth about what would be in alignment and what would allow you to feel how you want to feel and realize that you had the map built in this whole entire time. We weren't sent on this earth blind. There are signs and symbols and schools of thought that we can tap into to help us remember our mission. Astrology also really helps us learn how to work with and transcend the concept of duality, which is very low vibe. Duality does not exist in the fifth dimension. It is all about unity and love. The way that astrology helps us with that is we are able to see where we're out of balance and then harness the opposite zodiac sign to get us back in balance. This is something I mentioned in a past episode, episode 50, finding balance with your opposite sign. And it goes into how every zodiac sign has a higher and lower vibration and how when we lose our balance, we lose our high vibe, we end up in the low vibe of any of the 12 different types of energy, our opposite sign can help us regain our balance again. Eventually, the goal with astrology is that we learn to balance opposing energies so that we don't get thrown off into chaos. Instead, we can remain in contentment. Astrology also helps us see, understand, and overcome our fears and challenges so that we can lean into our joy more often. Your chart really lays out what you're the most afraid of, where your wounding comes from, what your biggest challenges are, so that you can really accept them and be willing to do the work to work through them. And finally, astrology helps us raise our vibe by allowing us to tap into the collective consciousness because we can see that we are all affected by the same present energy, which allows us to feel more at one with humanity and really learn to love and accept each other more too, especially if you're actually reading the charts of other people who you don't understand so that you can begin to really see where they're coming from and understand why they are the way they are. So my friends, that is my breakdown of shifting from the 3D to 5D. Perhaps this episode is long overdue, but it's been taking me many months to understand my own definition of these different vibrational states, I guess you can call them. 
because there are even different degrees of each density. There's the lower 3D, the upper 3D, the lower 4D, the upper 4D, etc. So there are many more dimensions to go, my friends, in our evolutionary process. You can just think of your own lives and how you'll have a goal and then you'll achieve that goal and then you'll have another goal, right? <laughs> so if you want to work with me to raise your vibration in your life and align with a higher dimension of your work where you're more open to receive the blessings of the universe and trust yourself more, I would love to invite you to join the Cosmic Calling community. The Cosmic Calling community was designed to be a place where you can learn how to work with astrology to align your work with your higher vibrational nature, the version of you that is really who you are, who's in flow and free and inspired and effortlessly receives their desires, while also making a beautiful, meaningful impact on the world around you. In the community, we have many amazing courses that will help you come to know yourself so you can honor yourself and what you really need deep down to feel truly fulfilled in your work. You'll learn how to work with the energy around you to become less worried and more trusting so you can work in tune with your own natural flow instead of abiding by the pressure to survive or to perform. The astrology also helps you see where you're not in alignment, which can cause you to drop into the lower vibrational dimensions out of frustration or fear or just generally trying to fit into situations that don't actually serve your beautiful infinite spirit. I'm sure you've heard the concept of lightworkers and starseeds and how we were placed across the globe in strategic positions so that our vibration could then raise the vibration of the people around us. That's what I seek to do with this podcast, and it's what I hope listening to this show will allow you to do for others as well. Be that beacon of light. If you'd like to join the Cosmic Calling community, just head over to soulshineastrology.com slash community. And of course, I've got to mention a quick reminder to please pre-order my new book, Find Your Cosmic Calling, A Guide to Discovering Your Life's Work with Astrology, which you can get by heading over to soulshineastrology.com slash book and click on any of the retailer links so that you can get a bunch of exciting goodies to make your experience with the book even richer. That is it for me for today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for being a listener, for being here, for wanting to grow, wanting to evolve, and become the best you that you can be. For complete episode show notes and links, check out soulshineastrology.com slash episode 108. For more information on astrology reports, resources, and classes to help you unlock your cosmic calling and to sign up to receive my weekly and monthly forecasts, check out soulshineastrology.com. You can also follow along elsewhere by searching for Soulshine Astrology on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling on iTunes. 
And if you screenshot your review and email it to info at soulshineastrology.com, you'll receive a code to get 10% off a Cosmic Career Blueprint or a custom yearly forecast.